welcome everybody to Ordinary Dads episode 13, take two. It's been a long time actually since we've recorded, about a month. How are you going, Mike? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Um, I should introduce myself again. I'm Dan. That's Mike. Um, it's been a while since we recorded due to a number of reasons. Uh, sickness, well, my family, it was sickness and a few things like that. Um, Mike, what's been going on with you? Uh, illness as well. I mean, it's winter here where we are. So um, basically anything that gets picked up gets spread real quick, real oh. fast in this household when it's winter. Yeah. Um, and so things have just been bouncing back and forth between the kids and the family members as well. So, so that doesn't help. Well, what did you get to on the weekend? Um, mostly the same. Uh, pretty much every weekend we, we try to find some method of entertaining the kids. And when it's really, really, uh, cold, like now, uh, we end up just going to, to a shopping center and try to find a jungle gym in the shop, in the shopping center. Um, so we tried out Parramatta today, uh, this weekend and, um, it was actually really good. I was, I was really impressed with the facilities for kids. Uh, the jungle gym is actually, it's, it's, it's like at least twice the size of other shopping centers. So, so I was pretty impressed. It was the first time we actually paid for parking because we stayed there for so long. I just realized which jungle gym you're talking about. Is that the upstairs one? Yeah. Uh, near the fruit store? I, I don't know. Yes. Near the fruit store. Correct. Yeah. Okay. That, that place is a madhouse. It is I go past it's crazy, the, but the it's kids are, yeah, yeah, that's fair. My my daughter didn't have a bar of it, but my son loved the ruckus. Yep. Absolutely loved it. I always find it interesting how different shopping centres around Sydney handle the the kids' play area and stuff like that. Because, mm. like, we're close to um, Macquarie Centre, and that's one of the ones that we go to up in North Ride. And um, they have some – they don't have, like, the jungle gym type play area, but they have, like, an open area with all these mats and um, sort of cushion type of – padded like blocks and stuff that kids throw yeah. around and play around with yeah we realized that um one that's really good is actually in top ride which is another part of ride obviously <laughs> and yeah. um they have a pretty amazing jungle gym type area for the older kids and there's another room about 50 meters away which is for the really young kids it's like an enclosed area and i found yeah, that pretty good tried but it's that just, one before yeah, it's probably worth checking out if you're on the north side of, of Sydney. Oh, look, we're willing to travel. Yeah. <laughs> we're willing to travel. The aim of the game for us is to try to waste as much time as possible. So if if, they're, if, if the kids are in, a, in the drive for about 20 minutes, then we go and muck around for a couple of hours and then they come back and go to bed, that's, that's ideal for me. <laughs> well, the good thing about this area is that it's um, – it's not as popular a shopping center because the Macquarie Center is so close, and that's usually the primary for most kids and most people in that area, most families. So Top Ride is a bit more quiet. It's a better parking, and there's some good cafes just around that play area. So it's probably yeah. worth checking out. Yeah, we've got our eye on any list on the internet that that lists cafes that have children's uh, facilities. Yeah. And they're the gener- generally they're the only ones that we visit because we we just don't like we just don't enjoy it if 
we go to a cafe that's dedicated to adults and the kids can't enjoy it, then they get bored, then they make our lives hell. Yeah, yeah. We just we just don't bother with it anymore. We're just if if, if if there's no facilities for kids then we don't bother with it. Yeah, it's not that's worth true. It. Um I remember that yeah, there's a few there's a few around in the hills area where I live, um, that are catered towards families and that's quite good to go to. Yeah. There's the famous uh uh, one in Alexandria, the what's it called? The grounds? Oh, the grounds! Yes, yeah. uh, mental blank for a sec. But the <laughs> grounds is the grounds is cool. I uh, we've been a couple of times, and the food is great, and they've actually got a lot of facilities for kids. So, I mean, apart from the the kids and uh, sorry, the 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 pigs and the chickens and things like that, they've also got a little. Um, actual area with a hell of a lot of hay that they can just muck around and play oh, with yeah. and stuff like that. I always so, thought that that place was really, um, because of the hype, I thought it was really hipster, so it was really aimed just at, like, young couples and stuff. No, it's very, very family-orientated, but it's very hard to park. It's very hard to maneuver. It's not It's not easy to, to get in, if you know what I mean. It's really popular, um, isn't it? It's very popular. It's it's rammed all the time, and and you can you can tell why because they ha- truly have made something amazing. They've you know they've made something where there's a bit of there's something for everyone. Um, there's a like a fine dining you know restaurant inside. Then there's a bar outside, and then there's there's a burger joint as well and a and a donut stand and it's just it's just nice to kind of walk around in in the first place so even if you and it, it, it it's beautiful with the greenery and the lights and the things like that so pe- you get a lot of people that just go there don't even consume but they just take photos mm. and and those photos I'm sure the grounds love it because they just generate Instagram value Instagram hype if you know what I mean yeah. so so they're winning, and I I say good for them because they've truly made something that's amazing. There's not there's not a whole lot like it. What's um, funny is that the only time I've been there was for a wedding. So yes, they've got a reception hall. Yeah. Oh, oh and um, and my friend, yeah, my friend, we have friends who got married there. They had the ceremony bit and the reception. And wow, um, did they close the place down or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, so they did close the place down, and um, what's interesting is they have all those areas, like this little area where you have play, have play stuff for the kids. Yeah. I think there's like a little arcade machine and a few things yeah. in there. And um, this is probably one of the only wedding receptions that has been we've actually brought kids to our kids to, and so it was oh, actually yeah. pretty good um, from that respect. Um, and the food they catered pretty well for the kids too, so I was pretty impressed by the place. Yeah, their their food is amazing. Um, so I I I just wish that more places would compete with that place, so that that so that the grounds isn't rammed all the time, um, and also just that concept of they they bought a massive piece of land in a very good location and have created multiple kind of entertainment spaces. So you can go there and have a high-end, you know, meal, or you can go there and have a a burger and fries, or you can go there and have a wedding. You can go there and have, you know what I mean? Like there are dedicated spaces for everything there. 
It reminds me of Disneyland. It's a bit like yeah. a theme park. It's it, it it is. I mean, it's a really really small one, <laughs> and there <laughs> yeah. are no rides. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I like that. I like what they've done with the place. Absolutely, and and they deserve all the success they get. I guess. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, on this weekend that just went past, uh, I had to fill in as um, coach for my son's football team, soccer team. Oh, yeah. And um, it's our second last game. That was the second last game. We've got our last game coming up this week. Um, but it's we scored four goals, and that's, like, amazing Excellent. for this, these guys. Um, because the team has come a long way since the start of the season when they would just get thumped every week. Actually, to be fair, we sort of are still getting thumped every week, but at least the kids are trying and they're starting to pass and run around a bit. And um, But inevitably, halfway through the game, they're all asking me, uh, how much longer have we got? And uh, <laughs> uh, when are we finishing? They want to go. They, exactly. They just go home. Five minutes into the second half, and each half is 20 minutes. Um, not just the other kids, like my boy is asking, how much longer have we got? <laughs> And it's like, I'll tell you soon, just keep playing. I um, love it. Just keep playing. Just keep playing. Or you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing that me and, and the coach, I'm the manager, and me and the coach have been really proud of is the fact that the kids, our team has always had every week some sort of issue which has meant one has been away. We've only got five players in the team and four have to play at any one time. Every other club, every other team in the, our club has at least six and the team we were playing had seven. So they had three kids they could keep substituting on and off. Subbing on and off, yeah. And our guys had like, we had to, we only had four, so they like had no rest and they still managed to keep up. And I think they only scored their extra goals because we lost, ended up losing, but they scored their extra goals because they had taken out my best player because he got hit in the head <laughs> accidentally by the football. <laughs> And he's like, obviously, he's like, he looks at around, is a bit stunned about what's happening, and then started crying. I was like, oh, it's, I think you better go to your mum and, and calm down a God, bit. And kids, then, right. and then they scored kids. like two goals, and I was like, hey, kids you guys, you guys crying. took out our best player, and then you're scoring goals. <laughs> nah, obviously, it's like, um, what? It's all fun and games, but yeah, not really for the parents. Oh, I guess. <laughs> it was, but what, um. What actually really impressed me in this game is when um, that boy, like on our team, got hit in the head by the ball. The kid who accidentally kicked the ball at him immediately went up to him and was checking if he was okay. So that was really good. It was really nice to see yeah, sportsmanship and camaraderie amongst kids this age. <laughs> is it like it's not? You yeah. wouldn't think it's nat- natural for toddlers or kids who just started primary school to be. To look out for other kids? I don't know. I don't know if it's something. Yeah. With like, with all the stories of bullying and things like that, you, you just assume that every kid is a monster, but, but <laughs> you know, they, 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 it's, it's nice to see some natural good intentions, you know, like just a situation that occurred that they had naturally some good intentions with. Yeah, definitely. And, um, I think that's something that I got to keep on. I like to talk to, I tell my boys about that. It's like, it's important that you, you show that you, you take care of other kids and, or, you, or your sibling, first of all, and then take care of other kids and, and mm. care for kids and, and all that sort of stuff. And that's what I hope <laughs> is how yeah. my boy will react in some way. But yeah. Speaking of that, just, just today, 
we were having a great time, me chasing the kids and the kids just like running around the house. And my boy was so excited that he knocked his younger sister over. She then falls and face plants on the, onto the onto the floorboards. He is none the wiser. Oh no! And I'm just like I'm just like he has no clue. He's just so excited that that we're playing this game of running back and forth in the house. Yeah. And now my daughter's lip is like five times the size it naturally is. Oh, no. It's, 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 it's unbelievable how, how big it blew up. Like I, I couldn't help but laugh a little. I mean, like it's, she's in pain and, and we dealt with that, but, yeah. but all that said and done, her lips are huge right now. Like it's, oh. it's like, it's disproportionately large right now. It's, it's just, it's just no concept of, and I'm like, Excuse me, did you see what you just did or you just you're just going to move on with life like that just didn't happen like <laughs> she, she's now like in 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 some you know serious distraught right now and you, you just keep playing just keep oh. playing Did he eventually so work out what was going on or uh he look I I we we stopped the game and made him go and hug and kiss her and make up with her and and and, and all of this um but he has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> he has no clue. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't phase him. It's just like, I guess that's what, she, that's what you get when you, when you're two and yeah. you're doing something really exciting. Just clueless, cluelessness. But, um, it's all right. It'll, it'll change, I'm sure. Yeah, he'll get more <laughs> For awareness. better or worse, it'll change. Actually, to be fair, even my five year old, um, does is a bit like that too so it's uh i yeah. think it depends on their mood and it depends on the situation yeah absolutely absolutely too much was going on at the same time yeah yeah so dan you mentioned you went on a trip just recently to the snow yeah so uh during the school holidays for us here well, it was actually a little while ago now but um yeah. but it's been, we it's been a while since our last yeah, um, we decided to take a snow trip, but not all the way down to Threadbow Parish, uh, sort of because it's like the kids are a bit young still, so we didn't want to do that. Um, but yeah. my brother had let me know about a place called Corrin Forest, which is about 45 minutes outside of Canberra, and oh. we organized a few other family friends or other families and friends with with kids similar age as well and we all organized a trip down there and we um thought oh hey maybe there's a good chance to get the kids to see the snow for not that much of an investment mm, yeah and and they may not like it so you really don't want to fork out that much money for them for the skiing on all the snowboarding and they just cannot you know they just don't like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <You know>? exactly <laughs> that and really frustrate you one one thing that's the problem actually with with the snowfields down in Perisher and Threadbow is that there isn't that much of a snowplay area anyway for the kids. Yeah. So you're going down like six hours, having to pay all this money for accommodation and stuff, and then this, any sort of ski hire if you want to, and then have the kids play in this isolated snowplay area which isn't that close to anything else. So it's like we thought, oh, okay, we'll, we will do this current forest place. It looks small. But it's got a good snowplay area. It's only twenty bucks per session or something. Twenty twenty five bucks. That's nothing. Yeah, That's really amazing. cheap. Way cheap. And then your accommodation is Canberra, which is way cheap compared to 
um, oh, absolutely anywhere else down down south as well. Yeah. So we thought we'd check that out. Check that out. Um, we did, and we hit a really good time when it was really cold in Canberra as well. So it was actually snowing on us at the time. So this place is mostly built for artificial snow, but yeah, like yeah. we had full on snowfalls on us when we were there, and the kids absolutely loved it. That's great. I'd love. I'd love to. When the kids get a little bit older, I think uh, I think one is a little bit too young. But I think when the kids get a little bit older, maybe two, maybe three, something like that, I think they'd lo- the, my kids would love it. One thing I've realized, um, their target market is is families who go to Audi to get all their snow gear because it's so affordable now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's unbelievable. I've been buying snow gear from Audi for years. Like, and I remember a newspaper article. Oh, sorry, no, like like. Not newspaper articles. I keep saying newspaper articles, but like, <laughs> we know you mean online know online newspaper. news. Do you remember when there were newspaper articles? <laughs> um, I think it was school. And the paper used to get thrown at your house, um, but <laughs> but the, um, but I did I did read an article about how um, the majority of snow gear now actually just gets purchased from Aldi just because of how. Uh, affordable it is slash quality so th- it's actually really good quality for the price yeah um if you're serious you know if you're serious about snowboarding or skiing or something like that you, you you're not likely to shop at audi but if you're a casual or if you're a family or something like that then which are, which are the majority um of of people that go to the snow most of those guys just hit up aldi and they've got everything they've got the They've not only got the gear, but they've got the boards. They've got the, they've got everything. Yeah, like they've got those sleds, like I the saw, toboggans. I saw those yeah. sleds, yeah, the toboggans being sold, and they were so cheap. Yeah, we've Families got one. Families were walking out with five of them. <laughs> I'm assuming that's just one for one for every member of the family. Yeah, we had three going down because we have one that we got a few years back, and then we borrowed a couple more from a friend um, as well because they didn't. We obviously weren't using it, and uh, that's cool. Yeah, it's easy. Way easy. So what what can I expect to see at Corin Forest? So the main uh say showpiece or the the center thing that that most families are there for is a tobogganing. So they have like two sort of ski areas, snow areas which are dedicated to tobogganing. One for older kids, it's a bit more of a steeper sort of um slope. And there's one that they sort of reserve for smaller kids and also a little like building a snowman area on the end. So Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's um you have to actually really be careful with your younger toddlers that they don't get bowled over by other older kids or older toddlers on toboggans. Mm. It's actually a bit terrifying. Because um <laughs> funny story with this is that um I decided to put my two year old on a toboggan. He obviously is too small and too young to control it on his own. And um, my brother was at the end, bottom of the slope with his son, who's about three months older than my kid, so he's also two-ish. And um, I said, hey, can you, like, catch him? And I was sort of, like, aimed him sort of in the general direction (laughs) of my brother, let go, and I don't think my brother realized how fast he was going to be coming in. And he, um, the, the toboggan sort of took out my nephew, I just like clipped him on the leg and he fell over and I was like, but he's, he was a bit oblivious, didn't actually get hurt that much. Um, the funny thing was that happened twice because it 
happened this happened the second time again. There's only one thing funnier than it happening once and it's happening twice. Oh and I think I have it on video as well. <laughs> the first time. I was like, oh no, okay. Um so yeah, I should be more careful with that. That's but gold. that was actually really funny. Um but yeah, going back to this, the structure of the place, that, that whole tobogganing is what got the most families, the most kids and all this sort of stuff. They have a dedicated ski area where you can learn skiing. And so like ultra beginners are learning to ski on that section. Um, I was actually yeah. watching that and it's like, oh, this would be good if you really had no exposure to the snow because it's actually yeah. pretty cheap compared to going down further south. And there's another area for the younger kids and to learn to ski. And staying in Canberra. Staying in Canberra is 10 times better, in my opinion, than staying on the mountain. Oh, yeah. Because Cam- Canberra's great. Canberra has some great restaurants. It has, you know, it's got stuff to do. It's got- I think the, the expense of going down to the snow and staying, say, in Jindabyne or staying in Threadbow or wherever, is the fact that you don't have much around to do and buy, and so you're locked into the extravagant prices for food and yeah. everything there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But like in Canberra, and like drinking, we just go into whichever restaurant and stuff is way cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that was really good. Um, That's awesome. I'm I'm keen. I, I, I want to expose them when they're young. I mean, I mean the uh, there's nothing greater than seeing the the little Milo kids on the mountain and yeah. and and seeing how good they are, and you're just like. Damn it! Like, like, had I started that young, I would have been so much better than what I am right now. Yeah, um, I know, right? It, it, so, I'm, 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 I'd love for my kids to, to kind of get exposed to it, at least just from a tobogganing sense. So the biggest win out of this that ho- the whole weekend, I reckon, was the um, at the end of it, I was like to my eldest, "Hey, do you like the snow and stuff now?" Because he actually went to the snow. We went, we took him to Hotham when he was two ish. And he can't remember that trip. He was way too young, um, <laughs> even though he did bogging and everything, and we have video of it. Um, but this time around, I asked him, oh, are you interested in stuff? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I want to go to the snow again next year. I was like, yes. Excellent. And then it's like, um, You've won. I have one. I was like, dude, what do you want to learn, skiing or snowboarding? And he's like, hmm, I think snowboarding. I was like, yeah, yes. <laughs> Excellent. We're winning here. We're winning. I wouldn't have given him the option. <laughs> Would you like to learn snowboarding or snowboarding? <laughs> oh, snowboarding! Amazing. That that's what's funny with it because like I'm I was willing actually if you want to do skiing um to learn skiing anyway because I can snowboard but I would I wouldn't mind learning to ski because I started yeah. only doing snowboarding and I've got my full snowboard kit so there's no need for me to actually hire anything to do with snowboarding so yeah. I could always just bring all the gear down learn skiing a bit and then go back to my boarding stuff. It's not really any extra cost for that. So, yeah. Um, but we'll see how it goes with, with teaching a five-year-old or six-year-old to, to, to snowboard <laughs> next year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think if you, if you focused on like uh, flat planes and things like that, he'll just get a feel for it because I think just getting over the fear of, um, Speed. Just getting at the fear of free falling. Yeah. Because you are kind of free falling down the mountain unless you know how to slow yourself down. Like I think if you just learned how to slow yourself down, then you'd be sweet. Mm. It's just, it'll, it, that'd be the beginning of it, I guess. That goes for adults as well, though. Like, yeah, um, that's right. The biggest obstacle to learning to turn in a snowboard is the fear of the speed change when you try and turn different sides. So, 
I, I, yeah, I, definitely. I loved the one thing that I loved in terms of a lesson for snowboarding is when, when we did lessons, the instructor told you to look at your own arms Mm. And I never thought that it'd work, but the, but the looking at the arms helps so much. Just looking at your own hand and moving, moving your head with your hand. So and and putting your hand in the direction that you want to go because it teaches weight transfer. I can't believe transfer. how well that worked. I can't believe that how well that worked. Yeah, it sounded ridiculous, but but it, wor- it works amazingly. Yeah, yeah. You transfer your weight. It's 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 a hack to transfer your weight. It, it's yeah. So. I don't even know how to snowboard without that. I look stupid because I'm just looking at my hands, but <laughs> whatever, it works. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, for those who um, are considering going to their uh, to Corin Forest, the cool thing is uh, there's a little uh, cafe area, which I mean, obviously has extravagantly priced food and stuff like that. But there's they have this massive wood fire in the middle of it, and everyone sits around there drawing their gear and stuff but also they get sticks and marshmallows and like roast marshmallows over there um and so we brought our own bag of marshmallows like from the supermarket and and that was really good because we could like share that around because you didn't because you didn't want to spend 45 dollars for for marshmallows exactly (laughs) see so we we had that tip from um a friend who had gone down who we borrowed the toboggans from actually uh a month or two before that so it was like yes we definitely prepared for that, and that was way awesome. I think the best thing about Aldi's snow gear is the equipment for the kids because then yeah. you don't have to worry about hiring. And if you've got more than one kid, then the second kid inherits the other kid's gear, <laughs> and it's all good. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so, the yeah. story of my kids' lives, they've, like, they've never had anything new. Um, <laughs> but they don't know what new is yet, so I'm just going to keep milking that as, as long as I possibly can. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'm just going to hold back the information that you can actually just go to the shops and buy something full price for them. <laughs> <laughs> like, to them, they think everything comes from their friends. That's just how life is. <laughs> the question is with – because you've got – a uh, an older son and a younger daughter. Does he, do you have hand me downs between your son's clothes to your daughter's? Oh, like pretty much the whole wardrobe. Because I mean, I mean each to their own. But I I'm totally cool with my daughter wearing little boys' clothes. I'm probably so so because we had one a, a, a son first. I'm I'm totally cool with my daughter wearing boys' clothes. Like it's 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 all just the same tracksuit stuff. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. She does have some dresses and things like that that we've gone out of our way and buy bought for occasions or 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 something like that. But uh, uh, like m- my wife is so nifty when it comes to secondhand gear that that she went out and found. A couple of mothers that were just selling clothes by the bag, and so they're just like five garbage bags of clothes for like fifty bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, like in that, in that, there were actually new stuff because that's what people don't realize. Like you, you, you accumulate clothes for your kids, and you don't even realize how quickly they they grow out of it. So yeah. a lot of the clothes were actually brand new. So 
or actually a lot of the dresses and brand name stuff you know what i mean it's it's not just tar- like well it's not like target and big w stuff it's like my son has mossimo clothing and and ralph lauren and yeah. all of this and i'm like i'm like this is the biggest gold mine because <laughs> there's no way in a million years that i would ever buy it. A, a, an actual Ralph Lauren shirt for 50 bucks for my kid. Yeah, yeah. Not not a chance in hell. He doesn't care and he's going to ruin it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know what Ralph Lauren is. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not the type of person to care about brand names. So he's, you know, it doesn't bother me if he wears Target or Kmart. It doesn't bother me if I wear Target or Kmart. So, so... Just to find all of that stuff and to find all of that stuff brand new just really uh, made that decision all the more solid. I was So I'm totally cool with my daughter wearing little boy's clothes for most of her young, like when she's one and two. That doesn't bother me at all. Yeah, that's like um, my nephew and my niece. I like that because yeah. he wears all these pink clothes because my niece is older. and um, yeah. It's it's just most of his wardrobe in the first few years has been um, girls' clothes, and it's just been like, eh, whatever. Eh, whatever, whatever. I mean, it's just they're babies. They don't care. Yeah. It's just different <laughs> color. At this age, it's just different color it. anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, like like um, my son, he he. Uh, we have friends that, that have a, a daughter that's six months older than my son. So um, a lot of the expense like there are a lot of expensive things that came from those guys and it's just and again they had hand-me-downs as well but one thing that he still has he's he's got this pink sleeping bag and i i don't care that it's pink i care that a sleeping bag if you were to go buy it out brand new it's like 50 60 bucks yeah you know what i mean if you buy a good sleeping bag for them to sleep in it's 50 60 bucks for for a little you know for a little sleeping bag for a 1 year old so if it's 50 60 bucks and i need four of them that's 200 dollars or three of them just because if one's in the wash then you pick up another one yeah that's that's 100 to 150 to 200 bucks worth of sleeping bags of i'd be too precious of just because of the color it doesn't sound right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't care about the color. He can sleep in a pink sleeping bag. It doesn't bother me. Yeah, it's just I mean, sleeping anyway. If, if it was a all pink outfit, I might have a difference in opinion. Mm. Like, but, but, um, but a sleeping bag, I don't care. Singlets, you know, things like that. Uh, whatever. It, it, we just washed it all and. Um, you know, gave everything an extremely thorough wash in the beginning, and and if, but we did sort through some of the things that really did look tattered. If there were things that were too tattered, we'd just throw them away. If there were things that like started tattering, you know, we'd throw them away. But we still came out with quite a lot of clothing that we were able to hand down between kids. I think that that's um, that's what every family goes goes through. Is that usually yeah. you end up with a heap of extra clothes that never been worn. It just happens exactly. Especially when you've got like baby showers and things like that, and you get given yeah. all this stuff. We we didn't even have baby showers because we had so much stuff handed to us that we just didn't need it. We just didn't need it. We all all we needed was like new bottles for the for the babies and stuff like that. But other than that, um, you know, all the stuff that needs to be sanitary, 
was sanitary, you know, and bought brand new, but the pram was secondhand, the cot was secondhand, a lot of this stuff. The bassinet was secondhand. A lot of these things you only use for like a couple of months. Yeah. And that's it. That's why I find when going to a, a baby store is that a lot of the stuff there is just not worth buying. Oh, it's unbelievable. People people that are buying brand new bugaboo prams for like fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. And even even the pram we have, we have a we have a double pram and it's this it's the baby jogger city select. Like mm. uh, it's just like nerd parenting one oh one because the fact that I know the the you know name of our pram. But anyway. <laughs> um but it's a double it's a double pram and it retails for about thirteen hundred. And the fact is is that people cycle through the pram because you you, you don't want to use a pram forever. So so you use your pram for about say two years until the two year old is able to walk, run, play, stuff like that. He's not gonna want to sit in a pram or she's not gonna want to sit in a pram forever. So you get it you you, you Generally, parents kind of downsize the pram a little bit. They don't get the monster pram anymore. Yeah. So we picked up picked it up secondhand for five hundred bucks, all up with two seats and a and a and a skateboard thing, Woo. which is gonna which is handy, which is super handy by the way. We flirted um, briefly with the idea of a secondhand. Oh, sorry, no. we flirted briefly with the idea of a double pram um, last year, and we picked one up for thirty bucks. A, Amazing, a pretty decent little <laughs> gum tree, a pretty decent pram too. We ended up selling it for a hundred <laughs> about two months later because we realised it was too big. There's a business in that. <laughs> I know. For thirty bucks, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, literally. It, like, it, oh, it's amazing. There's like someone paid full price for that. I know. Someone paid full price, and it would have been three, four hundred bucks. Then it's at least Min- three, four hundred bucks minimum. Yeah, yeah. Um, and. Yeah, we just didn't need it because the boys were just too active. They didn't want to sit in a double pram. But um, I get completely yeah. about the the downsizing. Like we bought a um, our original pram was was brand new. It was a bugaboo, yeah. but it wasn't the fifteen hundred dollar ones. Yeah. It was a B, so it's their smallest one. Yeah. And um, and then we ended up selling that for probably three four hundred bucks with a few accessories too. So you still make decent money back off yeah. that. Um, and we downsized to a mountain buggy nano, which yeah, we right. use now. That's actually small enough. You go into a restaurant and you fold it up and you can just put it next to your your table. So you don't yeah, have to yeah. leave it somewhere else. But that's actually quite useful as a travel pram, especially if you're going overseas. Um, but my youngest is now at the age where he just can't be bothered sitting in a pram most times. Yeah. So I think we've got about six months left of that. Absolutely. Like I find that um, when my eldest was got when he turned two, that's when it was like the decline of the pram. He just didn't want to sit in it anymore, Um, and that's where the skateboard comes in perfectly. Yeah, definitely. Because he gets to stand up and watch and jump off and 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 roam about, and we don't we don't we just don't put the second seat in. We had one of those skateboards because we had one that was Bugaboo branded as well that we went with our Bugaboo and it had a seat as well as a skateboard bit. So Yeah, they're cool. Yeah, my eldest just sat on that behind the pram for a while. Yeah, that's cool. It's a lot better. It's a lot better of an option than carrying the like uh, 
when I've got both seats in, it's a limousine. It's <laughs> super. Like I've got to do three point turns in that <laughs> Yes, <laughs> just to move about. Oh, we did once um, Sydney Aquarium in a, with a double pram, and <laughs> that taught me to get rid of the double pram. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, you would have been fine up until that part of Sydney Aquarium where you have to go up and down the ramp, <laughs> because then you would have had like the biggest lineup behind you waiting waiting for you to to get up there, there's the ramp where you can back and forth back and know, forth you know, and then it goes it goes down to the um underwater tunnel area that's and right. then you've got to come up the same on the other side exactly. yeah i remember that <laughs> exactly that was a challenging uh push of the pram yes absolutely Speaking of prams, and we're really glad we have this skateboard because uh, we're gonna have a third child. Oh! So, so I knew I knew this, obviously, but uh, yeah, yeah, this is but, news for but, the podcast. But, uh, but really good reaction, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded it sounded almost natural. It's almost um, like I had no idea. <laughs> um, but yeah, in, so in about three weeks' time, my wife's due date is in three weeks time and and we're um and the the joy of i guess the only joy of knowing that you you're gonna have a third child is the fact that you have everything already like like the double pram will suit, suit perfectly for the for having a third because now we've got a one pram with two seats and a skateboard. So my yeah. eldest will just ride the skateboard while I push push two children on the pram. And I see I could see a world where I'm just pushing three kids on this behemoth of a pram. <laughs> that three point turning everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and just not feeling apologetic about it at all. <laughs> like like just not you know like especially on the escalators, right? Like when you accidentally jump onto the escalator with your pram and you've you've just realized that you've taken up the whole thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Someone's behind you behind you actually just goes, dude, like I need to get past. <laughs> and it's like what your turn. And I've got yeah, three kids. You're just like, you know what? You I mean, I'm gonna chuck an old person right now and just go, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care about it. I don't care that you're in a rush. <laughs> I think most people are, are, are too non-confrontational to actually say anything anyway. Yeah, so true. I mean, what are they going to do? Beep? <laughs> beep the horn at me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> beep, beep. Uh, but congratulations. That's um, that's oh, fantastic news. Yeah. Scary. Uh, no, no, not really scary. Um, we, I mean, we've got a lot of knowledge by now. I mean, having two, now having a third, but... Uh, your old hat's it's all hat now. But, um... Yeah, we're um, we look at we look at first time parents now, and uh, I hear things like, "I just can't stand them crying," and you're just like, "Oh, you haven't you? you I mean, you guys are still infants." Yeah, <laughs> just can't stand them crying. Are you serious? Like, like my whole life is crying. What are you talking about? Oh. <laughs> if I couldn't stand them crying, I wouldn't be able to stand my life. <laughs> yeah, like kids cry. It's just the way that they communicate. It is what it is. It's just like every so age, sort of. Every age is a different challenge, anyway, right? Yeah, it's that sort of security that we that we have. Like, you know, we're pretty secure about knowing what what cries are, 
uh, protest cries and, and what cries are sad cries and things like that. So we're, yeah. so yeah, so I, I think that experience will go a long way. And, and the way we see it is we're, we're so deep into baby land right now that a third couldn't really hurt us any more than we're, you know, couldn't really hurt our social life or anything like that more than it's already damaged. So <laughs> the way that we see, the way that we see it is it's the incremental damage to, to so- social activities and things like that. And it's, it's, it's going to be minimal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm already, I'm already doing like three nappies a day. What's another two? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. Oh man. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if so, I have the. I hats off to you. I, I don't know if I have the um the courage to go back to that early baby stage. Like I'm, I'm comfortable now. My youngest is two and a, almost two and a half. So we're out of a lot of that really baby yeah. Oh, yeah. time period. Yeah, just to think that you've got to go back to like bottle feeding or something, or, or breastfeeding and bottle feeding like that. Just these thoughts that you just thought you'd never have to do for the rest of your life. Yep. And then you get this thought. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of them. But like waking up every four hours, that's just a, you know, a couple week old baby thing to do. Yeah. That's just what they do. They just wake up every couple of hours. Just mass exhaustion. So for both of you, super every nervous night. about that. <laughs> yeah. If I, if, if I can say the one thing that I, I, I know that I've been, that I've struggled with severely with children, it's the sleep. That's the one thing that it's, is, is by far the biggest struggle for me. I mean, I can do playing with kids. I can do entertaining kids. I can feed them nappies. All of that is easy in my, in my, in my world. Waking up in the middle of the night three, four times, that's where I can't do it. That's where I, I, I just can't. <laughs> it's, it's so, so props to my wife. So, and I sleep like a log as well. So I don't, I don't actually don't hear anything. So sometimes the kids will wake up and I just, and, and, and kind of cry and call out and stuff like that. And I, I genuinely don't even hear it. So yeah. props to my wife that actually gets up and, and goes and does that. I wish I was like you. <laughs> It's it's opposite in my household because I hear, hear every single noise that happens to the kids on the other side yeah. of the house, and I get up most to the time, by ninety five percent of the time. Um, but yeah. I I handle less sleep better than my wife, so that's fair. I don't really mind that too much. Um, yeah, but I'm a wreck. Yeah, just like, um, yeah, I, I know what it's like, and your, your wife's pretty amazing to be going through pregnancy and still still getting up for yeah. the kids. It's crazy. Yeah, she's very pregnant, and she's. She's a, she's a bit of a superwoman right now because she's very pregnant, yet she still gets up for the kids, does pickups and drop-offs and things like that. And, and like, there's, yeah, she's still doing a lot. And I think, you know, testament to the fact that this is her third, so she's very well-equipped with what needs to happen. Um, but, yeah, you know, as we always say on this podcast, hats off to mums. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mums no, are amazing. There's no doubt about that. I think there's one thing with this with um, this chat about uh, extra kids and stuff. Um, thinking back to when you had your first and you were going through the early days of that, can you imagine that you would have come to this point where you're like actually quite relaxed to some degree about having another? Yeah, uh, I mean, imi- look, look. The only real thoughts I had were um, really financial. Like I have to say it, like like at the end of the day, 
Um, with the fir- with my first kid, I was wondering how we'd take care of them and how we'd probably have to move and things like that because we we're in an apartment. Um, and the, the you know, there's such a massive life altering with 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 one child, uh, and the leap from zero children to one one child is massive. It's it's a massive alteration to your life, yeah. and it takes a long time to adjust, but. Between one and two, and then now two and three, it's, as I said, like, it's kind of incremental. Like, it's, I mean, we weren't going out every night. We weren't going out at nighttime anyway. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, and and we had to schedule in date nights with daycare and things like that anyway. Yeah. So now that we have to do it with three as opposed to two, it kind of doesn't make any difference to us. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we... So in those in those aspects where it's kind of it, it's a lot more work, you know, kids are kids kids are work that's for sure. <laughs> but they are they. It's they, true. It's hard work. It is true. It's hard work, and it's and it's constant as well. But but jumping from second to third, it's not life altering. It's it's because you're used you're somewhat used to the work, so you know what to prepare for, and. Um, You've got quite a lot of experience. You've got quite a lot of the things that you thought you might need to buy, like a like a bottle sanitizer, and you know those those types of things. You know, like like those types of knickknacks that you've just got to have as yeah. uh, as or maybe if you, even if you don't, but like there's a whole load of them. You realize what you don't need actually and, once you come to the multiple kids, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, like things like bibs and and, and 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 high chairs and stuff like that. Like we have all of that <laughs> already. So so we haven't really, you know, put anything under the house yet from the baby era. So <laughs> so it's all still out. Toy you know, the house is still a mess with toys, so that's not really gonna change. Yeah. Um so yeah, we we I mean it it's 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 weird to think that it it's not shocking us. It's more it's more um where the nervousness comes in is 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 like later on in life with schooling and later on in life with childcare and um and I'm not even going past that. Like yeah. I've chosen <laughs> not to think past past um childcare and schooling like that's for future me's problems <laughs> to solve. Um you know one thing at a time. I can't, I can't deal with everything. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I think I think we need. I think sometimes you gotta you need to really pick your battles and 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 just tell yourself, you know, just worry about things as they come a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, uh, it just gets a bit overwhelming. Oh well. Um, are you are you ready? Are, are, do you feel planned? Um, or are you ready for like the post uh, birth timing? Do you reckon? Uh, uh, I think look. I think I think back to um, when we had our first, and we didn't really know what to expect because we every baby's different, and every every child kind of reacts differently, and things like that. So there's no in my mind, there's no way to there's no way to preempt, you know how the kid's going to be or if, if he's going to be good or if he's, if he's going to sleep all night, if he's not going to sleep all night, things like that. Mm. So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm as I, I the way I see it is I'm as ready as I'll ever be. <laughs> I mean, you kind of got to roll with that a little bit. I guess I guess the question then is, um, once you've had your third, does that mean you'll be like isolated for a while from the world, social events, or anything like this, or do you think that you'll still uh, be oh, able to? It's it's funny you ask. Um, so look, there's a there's a standing level of social events which we can we just it's very difficult for us to go to, but we actually have about. We have um, my sister and my sister-in-law both getting married with a, a week apart from each other, and that's huh? happening th- three or oh, sorry four and five weeks after the child's born. So the the Whoa. kid's going to be five, and and you know like my sister's one. M- m- both weddings kind of give me reasons to dread it. Not for anything. Uh, all the best for my sister and my sister-in-law's wedding. I'm, it's, I'm sure it's going to be beautiful, and they're going to have a great time. But, but I'm not going to be able to lean on family to help out. Yeah, <laughs> because they're they're actually taking part oh, in the wedding. Wow. <laughs> actually, f- for my sister-in-laws, my wife is actually a bridesmaid. Oh, so <laughs> so it's going to be like full-time dad with three three kids at a wedding and they want to be in the pictures and they we, you know they have to I've got to make sure that the, you know my son's got his shirt tucked in <laughs> and my daughter hasn't you know sat in mud and things like that like it's just it's just it's gonna be fun oh. I, I, I mean I've I've written it off as they're gonna be rough rough days for me and uh, that just gives me peace I guess I just if if I know they're going to be super rough, uh, then I, I've prepared for the worst. I'm getting like um, anxiety attacks preempted, for, like vicariously uh, through this. <laughs> to just like it'll, it'll, oh, it'll be one of the hardest things. It'll be one of the hardest times I've ever had to take care of the kids. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt because it'll be. Uh, how can I even say it? My 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 wife's going to be a bridesmaid, so. So at least I can leverage. At least, thank God, my actually my parents are invited to that wedding, <laughs> so my parents can actually help out when it comes. To, at least with the older ones, and I can take care of the little one. Um, older, it's funny I say older. They're really one and two. Yeah, not that much older. <laughs> so they're not that much older. And if you haven't guessed it already, it'll be one, two, and three. That's year olds. You guys, you guys, are superheroes, seriously. <laughs> like it'll be, yeah. Is it, when the youngest is one, the oldest will be three. That's that's the gap. But um, I think that's what uh, with events like that, um, it shows. Oh, I always find how incredibly blessed you are when you have parents or family members who can help out with the kids at those events, just so you aren't Absolutely. spending ninety nine percent of the time just chasing kids around. Like there's a chance Absolutely. you could have a drink or yeah. doing something else, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, in, I, I have no intention of enjoying it. I just want to <laughs> survive it. Yeah, I just want to. I just want to get home at the end of the day. If I can get home at the end of the day, I'll be super happy. I think. I think there'll be at one point because, um, as I said, we've got the double pram. So hopefully, it'll get to a particular point in the night, and the kids can sleep in the pram. And the, yeah. and the little baby, it's we'll probably it, spend most of the time sleeping have, actually. Yeah, it's gonna spend most of the time sleeping, if not feeding. So yeah, um, and we bought a capsule this time. We didn't ever had a capsule, but we we bought a capsule this time. So so we're uh, excited about that. Yeah. Um, so there will be sleeping arrangements for all three. Yeah. Was the capsule and, secondhand? 
Uh, yes, it was. So you can. Uh, yeah, we did that, and was, we sold it for a profit. We, <laughs> again, <laughs> again, so capsules. Capsules you you only use for a couple of months. They hold like, their value like, so well. Yeah, I mean, because you can only really use the thing that that is sold for about three hundred bucks for about two months, literally. Yeah. After after two months, the baby's big enough to sit in a chair, or sit not sit in a chair like a an adult chair, but like sit in a in a like a uh, uh, like a pram chair or anything yeah. like that. It's just big enough and it's holding its own. It's holding its own weight and stuff like that. Actually, so. actually well, that was um funny story with the capsule is that uh, my youngest. Um, you know how most average uh, size of most babies these days are about three and a half kilos or so, right? Yeah. Three to three and a half kilos. Yeah. Um, my youngest uh, was five. Kilos wow. when he was born. Jesus, Superman. <laughs> yeah, Superman, and yeah, born Super- naturally. Um, so <laughs> he was—he didn't fit into a capsule for very long, three weeks, maybe three to That's four hilarious. weeks. It would have come out. Actually, funny, funny story. I heard another story where um, a friend of my a friend of my wife's baby came out and it actually had two teeth what like it came out with teeth <laughs> like and and to which my wife responded like our kids our kids for some reason are, are really late teethers like super late teethers um i think my 2 year old's still teething but but um he's still got like molars coming out like the the back teeth which take the longest but but two teeth at birth—that's freaky. That's just like that's that's like puppet baby. Like this I'm is sh- like I'm sure. a horror baby. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what I mean? Like imagine it like it smiles and it's got teeth. It's weird. That's so weird. Actually, yeah, I mean, not just that. It's it's <laughs> it's still breastfeeding with teeth. That's scary. You know? like it's, it's, oh, and it doesn't man. know not to bite. You know, what I mean? like it's a baby. Oh, it's a little scary. baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little tiny baby. Um, Speaking of teething, it, it's funny. Teething. Wait, what age do the kids teeth at? When do they stop? So teething? as I said, as I said, my kids are teething late. So that my kids have both started teething after one, which is. Crazy late. I mean, I'm just some some kids start at like. That could eight, be nine why months, my nine months. That could be why my two year old has been waking up a lot lately. Yeah, if he's late teether, then they say that if if like if adults were going through teething, then they would be screaming their heads off. Um, wow! Like like so, you got to give them some credit for <laughs> for only just crying and waking up in the middle of the night. You know they've got. They've got something ripping through their skin at the moment. <laughs> so one thing my eldest does, which is interesting, I don't know if other parents have with similar age kids have gone through this, but um, sometimes he'll wake up in the middle of the night or will not go to sleep as easily at the start of the night and, and like be like whinging or something or crying a little bit to me and saying, oh, daddy, oh, my leg hurts. And it's like, why? It's like, oh, I think it's because I'm growing. And... <laughs> I think oh I think my wife has told him about growth spurts at some point a while ago, yeah. and now he just it's his go to for anything to do with <laughs> a bit of pain in his legs, which is I don't <laughs> know if other if other 
fathers and mothers go through this. And I'm interested to hear this if if other people do go through this. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Oh. My my eldest does something similar where he, 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 he asks for his own medicine. Like he'll go, my tummy hurts when he needs to just do a poo. <laughs> um, I go, I, I'm like, you just need to go to the bathroom. Let's go to the bathroom. He's like, no, 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 I don't need to go to the bathroom. I mean, he's experiencing stomach pain yeah. before he needs to go to the bathroom. He ultimately does need to go to the bathroom, but he asks for asks for medicine and look most of the time i've got the energy to to argue with him but sometimes i don't have the energy so i just pull out a pull out a syringe fill it up with water and go here have some medicine and somehow he's better afterwards placebo was just like oh yeah um you know actually you know what after the medicine i actually do need to go to the bathroom i go really like <laughs> you needed to go to the bathroom the whole time <laughs> I love but the logic whatever, of kids' man. minds. Whatever, oh. whatever, doesn't matter. So you can't, you can't, can't battle everything. That, that's actually Sometimes what happens. Give it to with, them. Actually, that, that's just with like the logic that they go through to, the, to actually justify certain things. Like um, when my during the school holidays, uh, my oldest went to went to work with my wife, and they walked back from the station, so uh, the closest metro station we have near our place, and that's about a twenty minute walk. And my wife was like super impressed that he did that because it's not usually that yeah. good at, that without whinging and stuff. And that night when he went to bed, he was doing that um, whinging, saying thinking that it's because he's having a growth spurt. <laughs> And I didn't think of anything of it. It's such an adult thing to call out. <laughs> I know. I was like, oh, I think like, it's like I'm growing. Excuse me, mother, <laughs> but I'm having a growth spurt. <laughs> um, I didn't think it, it could be anything else until my wife had told me later, oh, it's, it could be because he just walked home and his just legs are aching. I was like, oh, that's a good point. <laughs> that, that probably explains it. Oh, it's just funny. I tell you what, I tell you what you should do. Grab a syringe, fill it up with water, and give it to him, and say it's say it's medicine. Oh. All of a sudden, he'll be he'll be right as rain. He's um because he, he's that old that won't work. At him. I wish it would, yeah. but oh, I would have to like fill up something with like ribena, and then he'd ask for more. Yes. So well, ribena is medicine for adults as well. So yes. <laughs> I love ribena, oh. like even as an adult. Yeah, we have a it's the best. we have a bottle of that in the house at all times. So, third child, we're looking forward to it. We're, <laughs> um, we, whenever we think about it, though, and whenever we tell someone that that, that we're going to have children that are so close in age, they they always kind of come back to the fact that one day, and it's not today, and it's not going to be tomorrow, but one day all the kids will practically be the same age because if you, I mean, you'll know if you're, when you're, when, when you're older and you've got an older sibling or an older cousin or something and he's only older by one year, yeah. you're practically the same age. Yeah. Like you just don't, you just don't see the age difference. So having three, having three kids that are practically the same age all at once is probably going to be cool later on when they, when they're, when they're a little bit more mature and that they can actually play together. Yeah. Um, whereas for now it's it's like punishment early, but but a little bit of bliss later on. No, that's fair. 
I mean, even with my kids, we have a gap of what three years, <clears throat> and they still play. Like now that my youngest is old enough, he just chases my old my eldest around the house all the time, and he loves it. Yeah, so they yeah, love. So he follows him. It's great. I can I can imagine a world where like we're all sitting down and we're all playing games together. Yeah, and that's that's my and and like. That's where my wife kind of rolls her eyes and goes, it's so not going to happen, but whatever. Um, but, <laughs> but it will. But like, I, I, I'm like, they have to love games. But I mean, look, what's wrong with them? <laughs> <laughs> if, they if they don't love gaming, I, don't, I, don't, I can't understand what's wrong with them. At least with so, Nintendo um, and stuff, like, there's a lot of those party games. Oh, yeah. Start them off with party yeah, games yeah. and then get them into first person shooters. Oh, if, if they express any interest in, in, in gaming whatsoever, I'm prepared to, like, have a multiplayer LAN party at, in my house all the time. <laughs> that's, the, that's like, my utopia. I'm so thinking about how I plan out my study rooms and stuff. And it's like, where can I put the kids' computers uh, yeah. and LAN cable Actually, ports and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it's detailed work. Yeah. It's, it's like you've you got to do a fair bit of research about it actually in the short term because yes. our house is like yeah, toys everywhere all the time like our house is a our house is like our kids house and we just we just live in their house um we're gonna be um turning the garage in like we're gonna deck it out properly kind of thing and and turn that into a just a dedicated kids room where they can have everything that's theirs and i see that room kind of I see that room changing into whatever they need moving forward. So like, for instance, if they, if they need a study room or if they just need a retreat room kind of thing, I just see that changing into whatever, whatever they need it to be oh. in their, in the time of life, because they're always, they'll always be close in age. Yeah. So, um, I am looking forward to that. Like that's, that's something that we can look forward to in the short term because we're, we're going to be renoing our garage to make it a proper playroom oh nice but yeah probably put a cubby maybe inside like just so that they can have their own little space stuff like that this sounds like mad fun they'd love yeah. that they would they would love that and i'd love to have my living room back um <laughs> <laughs> i'd love to actually like decorate <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, you know, normal adult stuff like that. I think you're asking for too much, mate. I th I know, I know. I mean, like, just it's funny. We had so many ornaments. We had like so many like little souvenirs that we've captured from traveling that we just that we've just put away because it's just not going to fly with kids. <laughs> it's just unacceptable putting oh, up. I, we just don't even. We just don't even bother putting that up. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that was an empty house with toys. <laughs> I think that's what a lot of um, houses are for families in our situation. Yeah, it's good. It's good to it's good to know that you're not in the you're, you're not in the boat alone. <laughs> yeah, fully. Well, oh, that's the whole theme of our podcast, right? Like yeah, most right. of what you say, I can relate to. Most of what I say, you can relate to. <laughs> that's it. So, guys, once again, thanks for listening, and remember to subscribe and keep up with us for all of our future episodes. Dan, could you tell them where they can find us? Where they can find us. So, yeah, future episodes, this is going to be exciting because it's like third kid time for Mike. So, 
We'll see whether we actually get time to record. We have to pre-record a few episodes, I think, actually. Yeah, yeah. We've probably got to change the cadence, but but uh, look, we're super committed. Um, um, this is uh, super one of the one of the only things that I that I uh, get to do in my spare time. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> whatever spare time I actually do have, I am touched that you choose to spend your some of your spare time with me. That uh, uh, well, you know what? I, I I feel like I'm spending it with the public, not as much you. So I'm I'm really sorry, but <laughs> but I'm, <laughs> I'm spending it with our listeners is more what I'm, what I'm angling at. But that's fair. That's fair. Actually, <laughs> I completely understand that. Um, so getting back to where you can find us, yes, we are at uh, Ordinary Dads on Twitter, on Instagram, Ordinary Dads, uh, Ordinary Dads podcast on Facebook. Uh, we have what else? OrdinaryDads at gmail.com. I don't know if we get many emails. Feel free to drop us an email. Let us know whether you're tired of hearing certain things, but all good. Um, yeah, we're not scary. No, we're not scary. We can email all. back. If you have uh, parenting stories or anything like that you want to drop us, we can share it or interview or you. Or any questions we can interview we you. explore. Yeah. Wonder for you. What, what more do you want to hear? All that sort of stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's been us this week. So, uh, cool. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Dan. Cheers. Boom, 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 boom.